This is Blue Collar Culture, where you don't need ping pong tables, a cereal bar, or nap pots to attract and retain real A players. Join us where we speak with down-to-earth leaders that understand what it takes to win with a blue collar culture. Now here are your hosts, Jeremy McLiver and Ryan England. Welcome back to another episode. I'm your host, Ryan England. Today's guest actually has a really interesting story on how he got to where he's at today. While we love hearing people's stories, he has learned so much along the way that this is going to be an action-packed episode. I can't wait to have him share some of his tips for what he does. You see, when he was 15, he started converting VHS to DVD. He realized that he loved storytelling so much, he got into filming and he got into creating video for businesses. And here we are today. He now owns franchise filming and creates some amazing videos for his clients, particularly those that are in the trades looking to recruit better employees. We're going to get to talk a lot about recruiting videos today. I want to welcome to today's show, Trevor Rappoli. Trevor, thanks for being here. Ryan, thank you for having me on. Yeah. So I know that you've got a great journey and how you got to where you're at and you've learned a ton. What would you say is the biggest myth about your industry? The thing that you just want to shatter for everybody else and let them know it's not true. The biggest myth in what we do is that you have to hire a professional film crew and pay $100,000 for, for a video every single time. The biggest myth is that you have to wait and ponder and think about how to highlight your team. Just get them on video on your iPhone. Show them in front of an iPhone camera waving. Just highlight your happy people. And the answer is right in front of you with your iPhone. So hold on a second. So it doesn't cost a lot of money. It doesn't need to cost a lot of money. And you don't have to have this big production whoop-de-doo thing to where everybody's putting in their two cents and it takes six months to figure out what's going to be on a video. That's not true. No, it's not. The Literally, tomorrow, someone at your office, sit them down with your iPhone or on Zoom and ask them, why do you love to work here? And post it. I guarantee you it will be your most watched video of the entire year. I think that's great. Great advice and something that's easy. But I'll tell you the first thing goes through my mind, my employees are really shy. They're going to freak out in front of a camera. Like this is why people do actors and stuff. Like how do you get them to actually talk through that? One of my favorite things to say, Ryan, is the people that you think are going to do the worst, they actually do the best. It's your frontline workers It's your most passionate workers. It's the ones that have been with you for four or five years that are going to rave about you. And it's the executives that everyone's a toss-up. They're kind of a (laughs) toss-up, to be very honest. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, okay. So find the people that are passionate, sit them down, pop out an iPhone and say, hey, let's make a selfie video together. And it says literally, it says simple. Yes, it's as simple as... During your next happy hour at the office on Zoom, like I can't say it enough. Just ask them, why do you love to work here? Why should someone else work here? Hey, I realize that you've been with us five years. How has it been going from here to there? And post it. Authenticity plays really well. And sometimes a really overdone professional video can sometimes work against a brand if you also don't have the authentic iPhone videos too. Mm -hmm. 
there's so much truth in that. You know, we were just working with a client and this was probably about a month ago. And there was one of their new GMs on the call. And they said, they said, how long ago did you start? He goes, seven years. How much were you making? It was $11 an hour. They go, how much are you going to clear this year? He goes, 190. <laughs> like that could be the whole video. <laughs> like mic drop. That is literally the whole video because then someone watching that is going to be like, wait, that could be me. I'm making $11 an hour right now. Yeah. So why do you think, like, what's the biggest reason? I mean, there's a whole bunch of reasons, but what do you think is the biggest reason holding business owners back from doing this? It doesn't just sound simple. It sounds easy. Why do you think they don't do it? Being a business owner myself, I think we all rush the wrong things, right? And we forget, like I just did it last week, Ryan. I went on my website. I'm like, well, that doesn't really load that well. Or wow, that link's broken. We forget to sit in the seat of the person that we want to hire. We forget to sit in their seat and go on someone else's iPhone or someone else's laptop to see how is this actually going to load. And half the time, your website doesn't load as well as you think it does. So the biggest thing that holds business owners back is that they overthink it. So then they end up doing nothing. Yeah, And that's what holds them back. And the one thing I could tell people listening is if you put on your list to do by this week, Sit down one person on Zoom or in real life and ask them, do you love what you do? Post it. It will just elevate you. People can see, oh my God, that person loves what they do. Yeah. I love that. I mean, that, so many things that we can already do and we're just getting the show started. <laughs> I love it. What are some actions they can take so they break through this wall? So they're not overthinking it. So they're not stuck in especially if they don't do video now, like they can be a scary thing posting your first video, right? Mm -hmm. So if they're not doing it, what are some things that they could do to really make this happen? Well, I think the one thing I want people to ask themselves is if you're not doing video now, then when? 2024, 2025, like you got to put a date to it. The number one action item, Ryan, that, that I believe that they could do is literally while they're listening right now, send an email to five people on your team. Hey, are you free for a five minute Zoom tomorrow? Two, we'll just say yes. Three, we'll say maybe. One, we'll say no. And then do a five minute Zoom and post it. I mean, don't overthink it. That's an action item someone can do right now. You know, it's funny you say that. And I picture one of the guys in the field, right? Whether he's in construction or service or whatever, like Zoom runs on their, their cell phone that you give them or their tablet that you give them. Mm -hmm. I mean, them being in the field, that backdrop already, I mean, you just leveled up the production value. Like you don't even need to get them in the office. Yeah. And Ryan, half the time offices are dull and the lights are orangey and like your background, I know this is an audio podcast, but your background is great. It's bright. It's lit. Most offices are not like that. So actually going to where your employees are is actually a win-win. So whether they're outside, I mean, as the owner, you could literally take your iPhone, flip the iPhone around, head over to where someone is on site and just ask them, Hey, do you love working for me? And now the boss is humanized. The brand is um, humanized. doesn't matter if it's shaky. It's just authentic. Yeah. Don't be afraid if they say no. <laughs> 
because you might have just dodged a bullet and now you get to have that conversation or now they don't surprise you when they leave next week. Mm -hmm. And the thing I always tell people is, well, what if I mess up? Well, if you mess up, we're not going to post it, A. And I always tell people, I'll make sure to run this by you before I do the posting, right? It's the person that you think is shy and nervous is going to be the one that actually warms your heart as the owner because they're just going to rave about you and rave about the love you have for them and how you took them from here to there. And not just iPhone videos, but even photos. Go take a group photo, a group selfie. Some of our most engaged LinkedIn posts, Ryan, have been a selfie, not our expensive video we just made last week, but a selfie on my iPhone because it's humanizing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, you make it sound so simple, but I love it because it's authentic. And that's something big that we push over here at Core Matters. It's about authenticity. I tell people all the time, you know, it's the quiet ones that they think about what they're going to say before they say it because they want to make sure it adds value to the conversation. So those shy ones, when they open their mouth, those are words that are going to make the conversation better. Mm -hmm. It's the loud, obnoxious ones that you probably don't want to record that you think are going to be the most comfortable because who knows what's going to come out of their mouths. And you have such a chance. I've never had a boss, so I don't really know the how bosses should act and things like that. And I say that because I post me like messing up. I post me falling on set. I post like it makes me humanized as the leader and people want to work with people that are fun. And if you just have fake photos that you found online of people around table at office space and you put it on your page, it just doesn't work. It just doesn't work. The best thing you could do is post a selfie literally on your website. Some people might say, oh my God, we you know need a higher res. Like, sure, but until I have that, use this. Yeah, I have to remind myself all the time, done is better than perfect. 100%. I have to remind myself all the time. You know, another thing that I've seen, and I'm sure that you've seen this too, but there is somebody on your team that loves taking selfies, that loves doing video, that is obsessed with social media. So if you're listening to this and you don't know how to do this stuff, I promise you, grab a millennial, grab a Gen Z. There's someone on your team that is an expert at this and they are just waiting for you to ask them for help. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So how do you get the team bought into this? Like I I think about this and I love the idea of getting that. This is going to feel weird. Like I've never done this before. I've never asked for this before. How do we get the team bought in? Like, is there, do we need to schedule this on a regular basis? Is there something that we maybe should do a little bit of dialoguing about this beforehand? Like what's the right way to get them bought in? So you'd be shocked at how many people actually want to be in a video. Like it's usually not that much. It's it's not that much buy-in. Like it's, you know, I've had some people on the team in the past years and years and years ago where that person was not excited to be on the video and you know that person is no longer with us. So not saying that somebody not wanting to be in a video means they don't like you, but you'd be shocked at how many people actually want to help. Hmm. Like, hey guys, and the thing about buy-in, you got it. Like most owners, we're go, 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 go. We can, oh, we failed, we won. Most employees need time to think about things. So you don't want to say, let's film tomorrow. You're going to freak them out and they're going to stay up all night wondering what's going on. Ask them, hey, I want to do a video. I want to use 10 minutes of your time. How about two weeks from now? Let them 
make the time, let them choose the day. So they feel bought in. And you'd be surprised at how many people just say yes to that. So if you're talking about posting just a raw, do you love what you do from your iPhone? You can schedule that. But if you want to do something bigger, like hiring a film crew or doing multiple in one spot, you really should try and schedule it. And I always tell people, if you have 10 people that are going to talk on film, count on 30 or a third of them just not showing up or saying, hey, I'm actually good. So you're left with seven. And from that, I guarantee you, only one will be bad. Mm. You will get six amazing sound bites and you'll realize how great people actually think of you. You know, one thing I love about that too, now you talked about sitting in their seat, right? And I always talk about like, do they see your business? Do you see your business the way your employees do or the way job seekers do? I love the idea of getting these sound bites from them because now you can use the words that your team uses in your marketing, in your job ads, in your future videos, you're using their language now. So you're saying it the way they say it, not the way you think it should be said. And, and Ryan, you're exactly right. The minute that I realized truly no one cares what I think about my team and what we do, like people act like, yeah, they'll listen. But the minute that, and it was really humbling some of the quotes that we got, some people said, I wake up every day loving what I do. And like just, just seeing that as the owner, I was like, wow, A, that makes me feel good. B, you better bet that's on the website with her photo, right? Now that's on a careers tab. Now that's on my team page. People want to work with a brand that wants to help them get better. And if you don't show that, they're going to think you're just another brand that wants to not pay them a lot or something like that, right? So show that you took someone from here to there. We've all heard this before. I'm going to put you on the spot for a second, ask you to finish this line. Everybody's heard it. And then there's so much truth in this, but people don't leave jobs. They leave bosses. They leave bosses. Mm -hmm. They leave people. And so if we know this, like it's a cliche for a reason, right? Like it's so popular. We all know that that's what people leave is people. Why don't we put people in our recruiting ads? Why don't we let people know like, hey, I'm not the same Yahoo you work for today. Mm -hmm. It's going to be better here. Look at our team. Look at how happy they are. Look at who I am and, and be authentic with it. It'll be so powerful for you. And Ryan, that's so true. I've been very humbled a lot when people leave. It's, it's because they left because of me, right? But when people stay, I've had someone with us for six years, another one for five years. I highlight them so much and they love seeing themselves on the website. I gave them their own website. It's like francisfilming.com backslash, I think autumn, I forget what the thing is. Now she feels a part of the bigger picture, right? So if you don't show how much your team loves working for you, why would anybody applying to work for you, how would they know? Yeah. And that's the biggest thing is people aren't talking about us as um, owners as much as we think they are, right? We're not as cool as we think we are, right? And that was really humbling. So we need to get our employees talking about us. Yeah. And I want to just say one more thing. I always hear a lot, well, what if someone leaves? What if we do all this and they leave? Yeah. And my flip side is, but what if you do all this and they stay? Yeah. And when people do leave, we just take them off the website. It's not even a big deal. Sometimes we 
forget for five months. I'm like, oh, we got to take them off. No one's going to come after you if you accidentally left someone on your website for a long time. Like it's just, it's just not going to happen. Yeah. You know, the one thing that we're starting to see a lot in the trades, and I just, I want to throw this in here because I know people are thinking about like, well, if I invest in them and they level up their skills and they, they help me manage my processes and they're doing a great job and they leave, I lose a lot of that tribal knowledge. And we're starting to see that in the trades a lot. You've got guys that have been here 25, 30 years. It's backbreaking work. Sometimes their bodies don't work. They're retiring early. They're getting out now. And we're seeing the trades age out. And if you build the people up so that they love being here, not the work they do, but they love being here. Mm-hmm. When they leave, they're not going to put you in a bind. They're going to say, hey, I'm retiring in six months. You got six months to download everything out of my brain and get it into the new kid, right? And so it's there, there needs to be that emphasis too. Like it's one thing to have a fancy video or, or, a, or a nice, raw, authentic video, but you still got to walk the walk. Mm-hmm. You still got to be there and create this culture where people are like, I feel like I belong here. I'm willing to take time away from my friends, my family, and my hobbies so that I can spend time helping you achieve what you want to achieve at your business. Mm-hmm. And I've learned being able to show someone the success of someone that currently is with you or being able to show that you have happy hours or you have monthly team virtual lunches, which we do and we post about it. And my new hire, the first thing she said, that's so cool that you have a monthly virtual lunch. That's one of the reasons why I went on to work for you. And I'm like, wow, that's it. And it's because it's, (laughs) they're part of something bigger. So show that, show your culture, show the fun moments. Don't just show them hard at work sweating all day. That's not the reason why they're going to stay with you for five years. It's because you made them better and they're a part of something bigger. One of my favorite things to teach my clients is to create, we call it the bench building process. You know, all these companies have email marketing lists for customers. No one's ever thought of an email marketing list for employees Mm. or job seekers. True. And so one of my favorite, like, what do I send them? I'm like, I don't know. When's the last time you had a company event or a party or you filmed one of these things? Like take a picture of your team having fun at the park and send them an email that says, we missed you, wish you were here. Amen. Put the picture, done. <laughs> like, And you nailed it. And it's just people don't do that because they, once again, rush the wrong things. But the best thing you could do is say, hey, sorry, you weren't here. And side note, Ryan, on another note, to think that people that are applying to work for you aren't researching the boss, aren't researching the leadership is just wrong. So if they go on your LinkedIn and it's all about stats and revenue and blah, 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 you know, look at our office space and there's nothing about the team. Yeah. I, I mean, what do you think they're going to think about you? So start posting about your team and how much you love them and successes. Two out of three job seekers say the number one thing missing from a job ad or the posting you put on Indeed is information about the person they're going to work for. Mm. The story. We know people leave bosses, which means when they are looking for greener grass, they're looking for a better boss. Mm -hmm. And if we know that, why aren't we putting that stuff out there? Mm -hmm. I love this. So you talked a lot about these raw videos, these videos that we can create, not on the spur of the moment, but it doesn't require a lot of production value. You and I also share a passion in recruitment videos, which I don't want to discount the videos that you did. They are recruiting for you. Like, let's be clear. 
Yeah. But I think at least for me, when I hear the word recruitment video, I think of something a little bit more produced, maybe scripted. Maybe we're hearing from multiple employees and the owner. I've even had some clients create recruitment videos where they bring customers in and say, this is what it's like to have these people providing the service. Talk to me a little bit about these recruitment videos. Like what are some things to think about? Because you seem to be the guy that's got all the answers on how to get these done easily. What are some tips we can use for that? Yeah. So with raw videos, you really don't have a chance to hook somebody. It's usually, hey, you know, it's raw, it's longer, it's still good, still good. But when you hire a professional film crew to actually create this, they can make it so there's a hook at the front. Like you have three seconds to hook somebody or else they're going to go on. They're going to move on. So with a recruitment video, the best thing you could do is begin a video with, hey, I'm Autumn and I've been working here for six years and I love what I do. End it, start the logo, start the video. So recruitment videos are going to have a higher engagement rate and you're going to convert people more because they're like more engaged in that. Sure. Sure. So I love that. You grab that sound bite probably from one of the raw videos you did, because that's where the best sound bites come from. Yep. And then you do a quick little logo intro. When you're doing a recruiting video, does the owner speak? Does the, does the management team speak or is it just the team? So the thing that owners need to realize is people want to know who their future boss is, whether you're a team of a thousand or a team of 10. How much can you be different than, let's be honest, the other 10 places they've applied to work? Let's be really honest, right? People don't just do it once. How can you stand out so much? And it's including leadership. It's including owners in these videos as well. My boss looks cool. Like he's a, right? Like it's humanizing the leadership. Yeah. And it's really important, Ryan, for those listening, don't script any of this. It's going to be really hard not to. Mm. What you think is correct as the owner is not what people want to hear. Like you want to ask questions that says, do you love what you do? And would you recommend this as a spot to work? Where were you five you know, years ago? And how does that make you feel that you're running operations? Yeah. That's the power of the correct recruitment videos. And it's just brands aren't doing it, whether it's raw video, whether it's a video made by a film crew, but you will get left in the dust if you are not using video. You know, it's interesting. So we just had a new client start with us. He goes, Ryan, because I'm going through some of your training and man, you were into the touchy feely squishy stuff. <laughs> He's like, I've never been into that before, but he goes, but your clients are getting results and I'm not. So maybe that's what I'm doing wrong. And I love what you just said is these videos are not head videos. They're not logically drawn out. They're not, you know, figure out the metrics and all that stuff that we so naturally gravitate towards because it's hard sometimes to get into the heart centered stuff. Mm -hmm. And that's really what it is. I tell people all the time, your employees want to feel like they belong here. Mm -hmm. And belonging is an emotion. It's a heart thing. It's not a head thing. And how you can make someone feel a part of your family, a part of your team, whether you're a team of 10 or a team of a thousand is posting that group picture from your iPhone, right? Posting that waving video of people saying one, two, three, we love what we do. It's corny. It's authentic. And it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. And we have a client, one of their most popular videos, the six second clip of the, like, there's like 50 of them. 
and they're just shouting, we give a damn. That's it. That's all it is. And that's one of their core values and just resonates so well. And people see, I saw that video. That's why I applied. Yeah. And, and Ryan, like every single year, people know every year we redo our video for ourselves and we dance in the hallway. We literally dance in the street and it's on our website. And what that does is two things. People that think that's weird and stupid are not going to want to work for us. So that's a win. Yep. And secondly, the people that want to feel a part of something, want friendships are going to be like, I want to work there. And people dance. I dance. I can't dance. I mean, if I don't dance, then my team won't dance. So I dance first and then everyone else dances. And we use that content over and over and over. And it just took us an hour to do the filming. Wow. Wow. This is great. I know we could probably keep talking about this, especially when we're getting into the the other types of videos besides just recruitment. I mean, there's so many ways to use video. And I think people forget this, but the second largest search engine in the world is, you know what it is? YouTube. It's YouTube. (laughs) There is no text on YouTube. There's no pictures on YouTube. It is video. I mean, I'm sure you have all the stats, but it's consumed at such a higher rate than text. You know, we do a lot of video like for us, our target market, they're busy. They're driving in between jobs. Like if it's not on video or audio, it's not going to work. Job seekers are the same way. I mean, we've all met the, the modern workforce. We're distracted. There's so many things that are going on and what gets their attention, the audio visual combination. Mm-hmm. So video is so important. I love these tips here. You know, the raw videos and then that recruitment, just kind of heart centered video for really helping our listeners out there connect with job seekers so that they don't struggle to hire anymore. We were talking before the show, you've got an offer for our listeners, something that they're going to get to download that's going to help them with this process. Tell us about that. Yeah, Ryan. So we are going to give away the nine best questions to ask for your next video, whether it's an iPhone, whether it's a film crew, whether it's your webcam, it doesn't matter. The nine best things to ask And you can find that at franchisefilming.com backslash blue collar culture, blue collar culture. (laughs) We will have that link in the show notes. So don't worry if you are driving, don't have to race to write it down. We'll have it in the show notes available for you. Go check it out. Trevor is just a wealth of knowledge when it comes to video and how to make video simple. And that's what I love about it. Trevor, thank you for being on the show today. I've really enjoyed our conversation. Thank you, Ryan. Appreciate it. The Blue Collar Culture Podcast is sponsored by BlueCollarCulture.com. We help entrepreneurs create a healthy culture and build a self-managing business. To learn more, go to BlueCollarCulture.com.